Shall we begin? You are listening to Slice Radio, helping you slice through the noise and to better connect with the people most important to your business. Slice Radio is made possible by Simple Mind Inc., a consultancy that makes the value of complex businesses crystal clear. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Michael Taylor. Good morning and welcome back to Slice Radio. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Michael Taylor. Good morning, sir. Great to be with you. Good morning. Likewise. Well, this is episode three, Cleansing Your Weasels. This is going to be a fun conversation. And let me assure you right now, every one of you listening is guilty of doing this, me included. All right, Michael, before we get into our next episode, uh, remind the audience why they're listening to the show. Why are we producing this? Well, there are basically two things we all need in this world to get anything done, and that is, one, other humans, and two, the ability to connect with them. You know, whether we're selling something, whether we want a new customer, whether we want people to support an idea, communication is the skill you need, and you need to do well to make those things happen. And that is simply why we're here, and that is the point of the show, is to help anyone communicate better so they can make things happen in business. Well, as I said, today's episode is cleansing your weasels. And when you do that, you are automatically going to be communicating a lot more efficiently. So let's get into it. Michael, this idea of a weasel word, what do you mean by that? What's the definition of it? Well, here's an official definition. Weasel word is an informal term for words and phrases aimed at creating an impression that a specific or meaningful statement has been made when only a vague or ambitious claim has been communicated. So that's the official definition. So when a vague or ambiguous claim has been communicated. So what you're in essence saying is that you're you're faking. Yeah, really. (laughs) You know, think about this. If you're really serious about instilling something in another person that they need to support or act on, are you going to say, I need you to optimize your aligned strategic whatever? (laughs) Or are you going to say, you know, I need you to do this or that, right? So help the audience understand. Give us some other weasel words so that we understand what you're talking about here. Okay, well, some of these are my definition, all right? So I see so many of them, and and I work in the consulting world. I am a consultant. I love them. We're partners. At the same time, boy, there's a lot of these words floating around. So I have my own definitions here, but I think there are a lot of words that say improve, but you're not quite sure what's improved exactly or why. You know, words like optimize and enhance, I see those every day. Uh, see them in clusters, right? There are vague verbs, and boy, you hear these all the time, especially like in, let's say, social media circles, you know, engagement. Um, you know, right for engagement. What do we mean by that? Gosh, you know, I've Just, said that. Uh, you know, I have too. And I have to, full disclosure, I am guilty of every dang definition I'm going to talk to you about. Hopefully, I'm reforming a little. Um, misalignment. You know, what does that mean? I mean, put yourself, take whatever you're going to say to someone and then call your mom. <laughs> call your mom. And then say, mom, I know the last time I talked to you, we didn't have full engagement. So I felt we had some misalignment. So I want to socialize with you now so that we can have closure. <laughs> so, you know, think about those words. Think about talking to a friend, somebody you know, ta- a parent. And then that, that'll help you understand what is a weasel word. You know, there's some that I just use, you know, there's sort of faux psychological terms like closure, socialize. Now, you know, the meaning behind some of these words are very serious. And sometimes they're words, they're kind of appropriate. But also sometimes they're just words that don't mean anything. 
I would say practically anything on most mission statements would qualify. Yeah, I was going to say, virtually every mission statement I've ever said is just chock full of weasel words. They're chock full of weasel words. And the reason they're so meaningless other than the words is that the best companies in the world and the worst companies in the world say virtually the same thing. So we almost have to say, should we even have a mission statement, right? Because nobody trusts them anymore. Especially if you're, you know, you're trotting out continuous improvement and embracing change and aligning communities. Sounds good. You had a right? fine story you told me before the show. Uh, remind me what that story was about. Well, there's a hundred year old magazine called The New Republic. I'm oh, not, yeah. I don't read it. I'm not, I'm not that familiar with it other than I know it's really established, has good editors and so forth. And, and anyways, they had a young guy come in. I can't remember where he came from. Maybe uh, it was from Facebook. It slips my mind, but it was guy came in very well meaning. The first thing he told the editorial staff is, I'm going to reposition this magazine to be a vertically integrated digital media company. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what vertically integrated means. Well, apparently they didn't either. Because, That's your point. Because I think the most senior person the next day left was the person who was answering the phone. Basically, they walked out, They're never to return. And, and, you know, there's some impact with that. There's a confidence factor that you're not addressing. Michael, we said we were going to talk about the impact of using weasel words. And I'm thinking back to a discussion we had in episode two where this idea, and this was mentioned in your definition of a weasel word, I wonder if, if people are purposefully using vague language like this as a crutch to avoid real accountability, right? That's what we talked about in episode two. Yes, I think that's the key feature. And I guess it's an advantage or disadvantage depending on your intent, right? But if your intent is communication, transferring an important idea to another person in a way they can receive it, then I would say a weasel word would be your greatest enemy. However, if you're not confident in what your proposition or you don't have clarity about your idea, maybe it's an asset because you can say something that sounds directional. Directional is a weasel word, by it the way. It is a weasel word. It's man. a Make directional, it right? Directional, <laughs> optimize, aligned approach. And people will say, hey, man, things are happening, but these people are too smart for me. I just don't know what it is, right? Because the problem is that if you, I mean, all those words that you've thrown out there, if you ask 10 people to define them, you're going to get 10 different positions on it, right? And that's the problem because you can utter a weasel word laden statement and you're going to get dozens of different interpretations, which is why there's confusion. I mean, so many organizations say, I wonder why people are still confused about our purpose and our vision. It's because it's, everything you've told them is full of weasel words. So I think the other, another impact of using weasel words is that I think it turns the intended audience, almost makes them cynical, yeah? Yes. I mean, let's face it, people are more cynical nowadays. They hear too much of this stuff. So it's probably a safe assumption that there's some built-in cynicism before any communication happens, right? We have too much, right? We see 10,000 adverts by Friday, okay? So <laughs> mm -hmm. the assumption is they're not true or it's BS, and then you, we hear these weasel words, and that really is a signal for most people that, okay... Uh, how long is this going to last, right? Where are we going with this? Even if it's uh, subconsciously, they're already tuning you out because they say, I'm just not going to understand what this is all about. And I've seen this before. I mean, I feel like a lot of people do and utilize weasel words as, a, as an attempt to appear intelligent and smart, right? But I think you're actually conveying the opposite. Yeah, I think it is because I do think that people are getting the sense that it's this person is involved with looking good in their presentation or getting through their presentation more than they are connecting in their presentation. We've talked about that before, but you know, you're there to connect 
and transfer something. And I would question if you look at whatever, and I say presentation a lot, this could be any communication, right? Any communication, but presentations are live. You have reactions. You, you have people that take time out of their day and, and the impact. Think about the impact, right? If you have ideas and they're full of these words, the effect is not only nothing. In most cases, it backfires, right? Where you came in and doing nothing, you would be left with higher confidence. Not showing up and wasting people's time with a vague presentation. It would almost be better either to send something in or not show up, right? So I see them backfire over and over again. And high stakes stuff too. I mean, where there's a lot on the line and then people are still trotting out these vague platitudinal sounding things. And then people like, you know, they lose. <laughs> so help me understand. So I'm hearing you and the message is stop using weasel words. But that's easier said than done. How do I actually do this? I mean, I've, I've seen someone who was talking on this idea to say no words that are over three syllables. <laughs> don't, don't, don't use multisyllabic words. I mean, is that how you do this? I mean, how do you get a, a handle on this? Well, I mean, I think if you're going to be, if you're going to use cynicism, right, rather than have it used against you, use it yourself. Okay. And then look at whatever you're about to communicate, whether it's live or whether it's typed out and look for those words. And, you know, maybe the mother test is a good one. People say, well, you know, I'm, I'm in a meeting. I'm not talking to my mom. Yeah. But use the same words you would talk to your mom about. It does not, here, here's the thing. It does not betray the seriousness of your idea. To eliminate those kinds of words and speak hayseed simple words. You know, I come from Texas. I'm one generation off the farm. And maybe I was trained in that. If I spoke like I hear people speak in companies, I would be beaten. I mean, the, what are you talking about, right? So I came from that, but I respect that. I respect the clarity of simple language. So, Well, I'm going to propose an idea here, Michael, that I think... Uh... Uh, starting with our next episode, episode four, that we start presenting at the end of, of the show, a weasel word of the week. What do you think? Oh, love that idea. All right. I love that idea. Wow. Good. I think that'll be fun. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll start that with next episode, uh, episode four. So all the time we have for today, uh, stay tuned for episode four, which is how to make a PowerPoint not suck like a PowerPoint. All right, Michael, before we let you go, where can people contact you should they have questions? You can try my email address. It's michael.taylor at simplemindinc.com, M-I-C-H-A-E-L dot T-A-Y-L-O-R at simplemindinc.com. All right. On behalf of my co-host, Michael Taylor, I am Todd Schnick. We'll see you next week on Slice Radio.